Good morning and welcome to your daily game face. I'm Dr. Kim Landon and I sound a little funky this morning because I have a start of a head cold. Oh, nice. I know, right? And this yeah. is Lou. Hi, Lou. Hi. I don't even bother to say your last name. Just Lou. It's fine. Do you care? No, not at all. Because, you know, you're just Lou. That's right. Right? Yeah. Just Ross. Just Chandler. Just Monica. Just Cher. <laughs> exactly. Just one name. Yeah. Just just Kim. Um. Anyway, so how was your week? How was your holiday? It was good. Yeah. We went uh, away, too. But we didn't go to Paula Brook. Oh, where'd you go? We went to uh, a gunquit instead. Oh, you went to a gunquit. Yeah. Did you stay at the Anchorage? No. Oh. Is it the... that where you stay at the Anchorage? Yeah. Because we were going through a bunch of places. You looked at if if you're not watching, everyone. Lou looked at me like no, like with this face. Like, no, no, no. I didn't mean <laughs> no. It that I way. didn't. I'm no, sorry. Didn't. The Anchorage is like really nice. I'm sorry. No, I was surprised you had specific knowledge of a place up there. Well, so. Oh, excuse me. Yeah. You know, I do travel. Have gun, will travel. Remember that. No, we have a couple of places we like to stay, but we stayed someplace different this time. Oh. We were going through a bunch of them, and we saw the Anchorage, and you know. Oh well, if you get the chance, and the probably wasn't the cheapest. I, I room, highly so. recommend the Anchorage to you. Okay, great. For next time. Yep. If you don't go up to the White Mountains, if you go up to the White Mountains, you know where to stay. Yeah. So your Thanksgiving was good. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so was it calm and peaceful? And did you pre-game and do all the things that we talked about? Yeah, we didn't do. We were away for it, so. But but you still could have eaten tons of food. Yeah, but we didn't. Oh, we that's didn't good. Go nuts. That's good. So we 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 ate a lot of food. <laughs> <laughs> it was a it was a um it was it was well maintained but it was still you know i did all the things i said i was gonna do actually we didn't plan it very well because we traveled up on thursday so oh you went up on there was no place to eat so oh we were so you had McDonald's. mac and cheese from uh Back from G Walgreens. Okay. <laughs> but we well, went out we went out for a nice it's, dinner it's like Thursday. Having like the National Lampoon Thanksgiving. You're like yeah, Chevy Chase, exactly. yeah. right? Oh yeah. Was there a hot girl in the pool? <laughs> no. In this dream? No. no. Nope. So then it's not like Chevy Chase. No. Nope. <laughs> um so so hopefully everyone had a good Thanksgiving and now we're into the holiday season and everyone's into the Black Friday shopping and Cyber Monday mm -hmm. and now they're calling it Cyber Week. I love yeah. how Cyber Monday turns into Cyber Week because I keep getting these things in my email saying like, now you can extend your buying, you know, 30% off or whatever. Well, I was wondering if Black Friday was still a thing because there are all kinds of quote unquote Black Friday deals already going on like the week before. <laughs> and, well, it's know. the pre-Black Friday Thursday. Yeah. Like that's what was going on up in Tilton, you know, for yeah. the, the outlet stores or whatever. And then they went, I don't know. Yeah. Everything's on sale. I think everything's always on sale. They mark it up to then make it look yep. like it's on sale. Yep. Right. Um, so, but the psychological part of this is that we're into the season where people are now talking about, you know, money, yeah, um, stress hmm. in a different way. Now, you know, we're past the thankfulness of being at the table for, for Thanksgiving, but money, stress, gifts, gift giving, um, why we give, who do we give to? Yep. Do we send cards, um, you know, depending on whatever, what, you know, how much time do we take off? And, and then also there's the food aspect and, um, alcohol and other substances that people use. And, and it's, it's the, it's like the season for addiction, right? Yep. So, yeah. so I, I thought that that would be, yeah, um, quote unquote, uh, soft addictions. Yeah. yeah. It, because it's like a, it's a culminating time actually yeah. of, all these things come together in one month of people just kind of 
you know, weekend after weekend having parties or Christmas parties or, you know, Hanukkah parties and, and company parties because people are back together. And so all these things are happening. And so you've got many things going into um, mental health issues because you've got everyone's back together and getting sick clearly because mm. this is the first <laughs> cold I've had in three years. <clears throat> um, and, and no, it's not COVID. I know I'm, I'm just making sure everyone knows. I know have you, have you had it yet? Not what? Have you had it yet? No. No, really? It's still going. <laughs> mm, no, I have not had COVID yet. Yep. Do not jinx me. Thank you very much. Okay. Um, but uh, so the combination of all these things happens really in this month. And, the, you know, because last week after the show, a couple of people had texted me and asked me, like, what do you, what do I think is the thing that makes the month between, you know, Thanksgiving and New Year's so hard? And I generically talk about it, but then with them, I, I answered more specifically. I said, it's the combination of all these things come together that the, and you call it soft addiction, but it's the, you know, combination of the accumulation. There's a mouthful of all these things that come together and it's money spending, overspending. People want to give yeah, or they don't. Most people are extra givers or they get themselves into spots where they over, <clears throat> here goes my voice. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Not good for radio. Um, they overspend, they overextend, then it puts stress on them because come the new year, you know, because they get all the special rates on the credit cards that say 0% until yeah. next June, you know, so they'll put $10,000 on a card, you know, it's like, yeah, now we're talking about calories, but now it's on a card with money. It's very hard to lose the weight, right? Yeah. So if you don't know how to lose your weight on one side, how are you going to be able to lose your weight on the money side? So it's a great analogy, right? Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. Because it's all very similar, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. So, um, and I just came up with that on the fly. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> but it, but it's true, right? So yep. if you have if you have if you're looking at how intense people get around the holidays and people feel like they have to do so many things for so many people, it's um or perform it's a performance really, and um, yep. I think it's really stressful for people, and I think it's more stressful again this year because people are back together, and I'm hearing more and more because last year we talked about it. And it wasn't like this and I'm already feeling it and hearing it. And people are yeah. um, having massive concerns about where they're getting money from and how expensive things are and how to put on food because, you know, like the chicken prices have gone up and, and let alone Turkey and, and meat and here's, I'm going to cough. Hold on. <laughs> get Excuse you some me. more cough medicine. No, no, I don't. <laughs> but thank you. Yeah. I should have brought in a cough drop i usually um, keep some around too you what i usually keep some around too so. uh, i have some in the car yeah but I, I thought i was suppressed mm. but anyway um but i think it's it's um important for people to see that there's different compartments i guess of of how to manage this next month of time for yourself because people i think just usually just kind of just run through the month and just do all these things and it gets out of control and then we come into talking about the new year and resolutions and goal setting, all that. <clears throat> and we're following up on the back end of this last month. that isn't like any other months of the year, really, because people aren't doing the same thing it quite gets, in the same intensity. It gets really impulsive at a certain yeah. point because you're very stressful. And at a certain point, you've spent enough and you go out of the hell with it. You just keep going. right? Exactly. You just exactly. Give, in, give in to the whole thing. 
well, especially like on the last couple of days, right before you like, you know, I, I know lots of people like look at their tree or, or they look, you know, and Hanukkah's at the same time this year, right across the same um, span of time. So people look at their, their stash of packages for people and go, oh, is that really enough? Or yeah. is that, did I buy the equal amount or did, you know, I spend as much on this person and then, cause you know, they compare and yep. it, that becomes very stressful for, for people, um, especially when people really don't have the money to do that. Even when they do have the money, I always say, you know, it's not about how much you spend. It's the thought that counts. Um, I actually had a, a funny well, it's my least favorite holiday. I'll be screwed about it. Oh God. You're that's right. You're screwed. I'm screwed about it. Yeah. It's very stressful. A spending the money, B making sure you get the right thing and that people are going to enjoy you got me it. the right thing last year. That you take care of I forget what I got. Oh, you. Well, you're like, I don't even remember what I got you. <laughs> I'm sorry, I interrupted you. And uh, well, all that pressure, you've got to go to other places now this year, which means more gifts. You can't go empty handed. So you're expanding your gift buying, and it's like it just it's a lot. Like you're going to places like people's houses. Yeah. Oh, so you bring bottle wine. Yeah. <laughs> He's we have we have a neighbor. Sneeze did you next hear, door. Did you yeah. hear him? Yeah. Um is he okay? <laughs> yeah, we have a so. person next door that I'm not sure what he's doing. No, he's okay. Okay, just making sure. <laughs> I thought he was laughing. Um bottle of wine, cheese. You know what's really popular? Charcuterie boards. Bringing that, you know, you could do that as a little gifty or whatever. Um, but I but I think that so going back to the compartments, really looking at how much do you want to spend on people? How much are you, do you really have to spend on people? And I've tried to do this with my family many times of like, let's have a limit on spending. That seems to fall out the window it, yeah. sometime in November and <coughs> they bypass me. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, let's set a $50 limit. That doesn't work. So that, so if you can't do that with your family, you know, there's other strategies is, is just to kind of, you know, keep it small, you know, buy a, you know, two or three gifts so that one bigger gift or two or three little gifts or things like that, or stocking stuffers, or I tried to do one year with everyone just doing stocking and just doing stocking only. Yeah. Didn't work. Didn't work. <laughs> no, because, and this is part of the thing. Cause Jewelry. people get into, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. People get into like just so much stuff and people, you know, want but then do they really need it so I, I i think that the gift giving and that piece is look at your money situation because it's such a money strain on mental health in the month of of um december and january that it's so hard when you're in um spending mode spending mode spending mode right up to the last minute and then you're like oh forget it i'll it'll be fine and then come january you're yep you're having a panic attack because you are in the hole and now you've got to make up for all the money you spent. So it's very stressful. Yep. In addition to the fact that when people go out shopping, if you're going out to the malls, which I hate doing, so I don't do this, <laughs> but I know lots of people that do. If you're going out shopping, I know a lot of people go out for like lunch and or dinner and how, and then they go shopping or they do it in between. If you add alcohol to that process, did you know that you spend more money? Well, I would, I would assume yes. it's the power of alcohol. Right. So you're more likely to impulsively buy yeah. more expensive things. Less inhibited. And right. And so you will you will just put the credit card out that you didn't plan on spending. So I advise you that if you are going out, that you do your shopping and do lunch or dinner after the shopping mm -hmm. so that it's not preemptively striking 
for the impulsive buys because that's when impulsive buys often happen. Right. You see that in jewelry stores. I was I was just watching something the other day on jewelry stores that will spike and like, you know, the high priced item like watches and rings and all these things will all of a sudden spike because people get impulsive to say, well, I can afford that Rolex right. or I can afford yeah. that ring. And all of a sudden the next day they're like, ooh, yeah, I can't take that back. Yep. You know, so I think that's an important piece there too for for just compartmentalizing. Like, have your list, know what you're buying, don't go overboard. Um, not competing for um, everybody has to have equal, everyone has to have the same. You know, try to many limit people it. are already dealing with stress, economic stress anyway, and so this is going to be a really tough season for people, especially when the bill comes due. You know, after New Year's, and you start to realize what you spent. Well, and yeah, and, and now, so I don't. I don't know what the credit card rates are right now on most people's because I typically don't use, I have the 0% thing, yeah. <clears throat> but I know that they've, ra they've raised the rate on them. So like when they're people high. have 11% yeah. or 9%, they're now up at 22%. Yeah. So think about a hundred dollars at 22% and you've spent 5,000 at 22% and you're paying it off minimum at a time. It's going to take you years to pay that off. Yep. And then you know you're and then you're at next christmas and you're piling it back on so you have to think about that and that's a lot of stress and that gets people into really deep sadness and depression and anxiety and and <clears throat> i'm sorry about my voice <clears throat> i'm having a very hard time as clearing. i said many people are halfway there anyway it's it's gonna be a tough winter just on its own forget the holidays yeah and i well so so and, and so people are asking, like, what do you do instead? Like, well, if you can't, if you don't want to buy or if you want to buy, but you don't want to buy big and you find experiences to do. There's lots of different things to go out and do that are experience based. Some cost money, some don't. Certainly, if there's snow in your area, sledding is free. Yep. You know, if you have a little bit of money and you want to do an experience, you know, do a skating thing or go like, um, you know, do a... a something wintry that you know a lot of towns around here because we're in a winter area with snow a lot of towns around here do lots of winter holiday weekend events so you can do those kinds of things and so that can be mm -hmm. part of your christmas so that christmas itself in terms of gifts doesn't have to be quite as big i'm big on handmade things um you know if you're a person that isn't handy etsy and pinterest have wonderful do-it-yourself projects that are great gifts and they're not you know bad in terms of you know they're not like making the shell necklace in in kindergarten kind of thing they're actually really cool you can do those things and they actually offer classes all all around the country they do this but um you know you go to your continuing ed spot in your um, community center they'll do like projects for each holiday and they are coming up in all the ones around here you can go there and you can make things and and do pottery or glass stuff or painting <clears throat> and give that away as gifts that's actually cheap when the kids were and around, it's very, very touching. What? When the kids were younger and around, we'd make stuff. We'd make like barbecue sauce. Yeah. Our own barbecue sauce and make Irish cream and American cream. Just yeah. make, hand make it and give it out. So you think I should make my habanero ghost pepper butter for you and give it to you this year? Yes. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Oh, okay. Then I'll, that's what I'll do. I will make, well, I won't. I'll have John make. <laughs> that kind of stuff is great. Those are great I will, gifts. Oh, my God. Well, we make the oil. So something new, everyone will learn about me. Yep. So we have, we grow all the peppers, all the hot peppers. In the oh, series. you grow them all? Yeah. We grow them all. Wow. Oh, every summer. Yep. And then we harvest them and do multiple things with them. But we make the um, ghost pepper, you know how hot that is. Yep. We make ghost pepper butter and oil. Wow. So I didn't know that you liked hot and spicy like that. So I will make sure 
that you get <laughs> this Christmas along with your whiskey. You can you can have both. Nice. You have whiskey and butter. No, see, but you get in trouble that way because a lot. I've already got the question, what do you want, you know, for Christmas? Or I don't whatever. need to ask you what you want. No, and I, and I look at people all the time, especially my kids. I look at them and go, look at me, and I'm being serious. I don't want anything. I don't need anything. You know, I always tell them my standard answer is time. You know, come out and have dinner or something. But right, and people, but you know, but uh, people get people don't like that. People feel the reason why, hmm. and and also I want to go to our friend Bruce his his comment but people feel guilty lou people feel guilt and guilt is that feeling oh, <clears throat> i'm yeah. trying trying to get the words out and it's stuck people feel guilt and guilt is not the same as shame shame is i am bad right it's separate right yeah guilt is the perception that you think someone's going to think poorly of you or judge you or that you'll judge yourself for not doing something or have done something wrong essentially yeah so if you if someone says oh don't get me anything and you don't and then you feel you feel guilty because you didn't so you end up doing it anyway yeah and we all fall prey to that because we're a society of doing that are you okay <laughs> it's okay my my friend here i'm on air and we're just you know hello good morning I'm trying to be as quiet as I can. you you sound like i did last night with your with your cough <laughs> it's okay it's it's just a live show it's all good I know. We love you. Thank you. We love you too. Well, thank you. <laughs> and Rocky. And Rocky. <laughs> um, he was coughing. I couldn't help. I don't know. I understand. <laughs> made for an entertaining moment. Um, so what was I just talking about? I was talking about how I tell people. Oh, guilt. First of all, I don't need anything. I mean, but, there's nothing. But, I need. No, wait. But the guilt thing. You want to hand me 200 bucks? I'll take that. Well, <laughs> but, the, but you like whiskey. I do like whiskey. Yeah. Okay. So but don't, don't knock my gift. Yeah. But whiskey's not cheap either, you know? No, well, not the kind I get you. Yeah, no, I know. But so, but to the point, just go back to the point about guilt. Because that's like the psychological guilt piece around this holiday season is one of the biggest drivers yep. to mental health issues. Because people feel guilty if they can't, if they can't do enough. Yeah. It's never enough. I think a lot of um, you know, we sort of jokingly in psychology call it mommy and daddy issues. A lot of mommy and daddy issues come around the time of, yep. uh, you know, abandonment and attachment issues around holiday season and gift giving and things that are important to people around that, you know, I wasn't enough. I didn't get those things for Christmas. That wasn't how it was in my family. That's what, this is how it was in their family. Yeah. There's a lot of comparison points. You know, Johnny got this and Susie got that. And did you get, it, it's, it's just the attitude that money equals love. Yes. Yeah, that it's, was, that it's, was it, right. what I grew up with, you know? And it, it, the superficiality of the whole yeah. um, thing has is really my favorite. I've told you my favorite part of Christmas is the lights. I yeah. love riding yeah. around and yeah. in my whole neighborhood already. I'm like, I'm, I'm like the last house on the left, right? I'm the only one that doesn't have the lights up yet. I'm like, <laughs> what the heck? Yeah. Everyone went up early this year, you know, the big trees. I'm like, what? Everyone beat me to it. But every, it's the lights are amazing because it gives you that spirit and the music and things like that, which makes John crazy. Yeah, by the way, no, no. yeah, I know it makes you crazy. No. Yeah. I was every time he gets in the car, he's like, "Oh God!" <laughs> the whole ride up to the White Mountains, he's like, "Do we have to listen to this?" I'm like, "Yes." You did it's two hours of Christmas music. It's your torture on the ride up <laughs> and all the way back. <laughs> no. Um, and every time he walks in the house, I'm like, "Alexa." <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "No." <laughs> um, but but so going back to. It, to the non-joking part of the guilt, I think gets us. And that's part of the drive. Yeah. So we feel guilty that 
we want to be able to get these big extravagant gifts for people. You know, I'm not, I'm not shy of, of that going through my head, but I also am realistic. Like I can't, it will put me in the hole yep. if I do that. And and I just can't do X, Y, or Z. Um, but it feels like a lot of times relationships, familiar relationships, your relationships in general come down to what that gift is on Christmas. If you don't do that right, the relationship takes a big hit. And it does. I actually, yeah. so I may or may not have talked about this last year. I had a, I had a client two years ago that came, started right after Christmas because they're, they were going to get divorced. They'd been together for a couple of years and well, they'd been together for a couple of years and then, well, it ended up being like maybe 10 years, but they were going to get divorced because he consistently in her mind, wasn't getting her the right Christmas gift. Yeah. I'm not, no lie. And so no, I think we did talk, real, I think we did talk about this. That's a real year. thing. And and so when he came to see me, we devised a plan. We were working on not anxiety, not depression, not like an actual mental health issue, but it was the issue of a life coach issue of how to satisfactorily communicate to get the communication of what she really needs and wants so he could read her better because he was buying her things that he you know what that is? Felt were special to her, but they weren't what she wanted. So she was getting mad at him and getting disappointed. And it was so. But that I, whole conversation is diffusing a bomb. Yes. You're going to click at some point. You're going to clip the wrong wire. Or you get to the point where you, you it's it's comical. It's almost like a, a meme, but it's it's like you should know. Why are you questioning me? You should know what I want. So here's the problem with couples. Now, this would be interesting. This is the problem with couples. Yeah. Um that's one of the biggest phrases that couples have in, in, in therapy is if you love me, you would know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's, know it, it, and it's, it's nuts. It, it would be, well, <laughs> that's your word for it. Yeah. But if you love me, you would know doesn't work because that's not true. We want that to be how it is. And it does end up happening over time in many cases in lots of different ways, but there are certain circumstances, even in long-term marriages that, we don't know. We're not psychic. Women tend to be a little bit more intuitive on those things than men. And not to be, and it's not sexist. It's just that's we tune into that stuff more. So we get more annoyed at men when they don't, if we're in a you know heterosexual relationship. Yep. We tend to be like, what are you doing? Why don't you know this? But you have to understand, like when couples come in and say that to me, I say, no, 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 no. You have to tell the person, this is what I need. Then usually I get. Well, if I tell them, that means it doesn't mean anything. Exactly. Yeah. These are. The, <laughs> and so it's this vicious yeah. loop. I'm like, I understand that. I understand yeah, that. These are the corners in this little town. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Um, but it, it is that vicious. It's that vicious cycle. But I but I say to them, but if you don't teach each other. And that's and I, and I don't say train because I know that's the joke about you, know, you got to train your man and all yeah. these things. It's so stupid. You have to teach each other what you need and what you want so that you can anticipate or ask the right question or communicate the right thing. And it does take extra work. And that's what people get stuck on is like, Oh, it takes so much effort, but that's the extra work that is important to get to. But that assumption of knowledge is so strange because it's like, uh, I was having a conversation with Janet, my girlfriend on the way up to a gunquit. And I, had, I was wearing something that she'd bought me, you know, some fragrance. And she said, what is it? And I said, it's this. And I know you like it because I have my scouting list. And she goes, you have a scouting list. I said, yeah, when we first started uh, dating and getting together, I kept, I have a Gmail thread in there of stuff she said she liked. So I just have this list that I go back to and look. 
<laughs> that's <laughs> awesome pretty much like yeah she was really impressed by that but for me you get to understand for men that's so sweet a lot of it is fragrance but for men it's like fragrance it's like we have no it's like a different language to us why would that be valuable to you at all i don't understand you know why would it well why would it be about anyone you know see but it's the men are from mars women are from venus thing that's why it's tough for you to understand what's important to you in terms of the but that's how but that's important so that's why it's hard if you don't know your partner as a person well enough you have to really know the person and get to know them even if you've been together for 10 years you have to get to know them really well to know what they like and and because that's what's that's what gets that divide <clears throat> closed because yeah. you you made note of that you you took action you were intuitive to make sure you kept that list i think that's awesome by the way <laughs> yeah. i think all people who are listening all people should do what you did my gift if, scouting email if you Janet's have yeah, gift if you, scouting you get your you get your facts <laughs> yeah. because you, you you know your standards like you know there's some standards for me too that you know the people in my life john they know and then they go outside of it and they also get the extra things that whatever you know and and it's always within the 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 lane of things i will enjoy it doesn't have to be spot on yep. because they know right so it's 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 knowing your person and and then if you don't know asking and people don't want to ask because then they get this loop that people don't want to be asked yeah. <clears throat> they well they don't want to they they get into that pattern of if you ask if you have to ask that means you don't know me right and then if you don't know me then you don't really love me yeah. if you don't really love me why are we together right yeah and that is that is the kiss of death so there's a year terrible there's a terrible. full year of a relationship that's hopefully going pretty well it comes like, down to christmas day you should have a lot of built up goodwill and all kinds of stuff going on and then it's just like that gift on christmas just blows, blows it out of the water yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's why communication is really important. And this is why people, I'm, so that's why I was saying people can get divorces over Christmas and, and the just, stakes shouldn't be that high. It's a Christmas but, gift, but they are. Yeah. And because we societally put so much pressure on and guilt on, yeah. on the conditions of love and what gifts mean. And, and I had this conversation with a client yesterday, this, what we're talking about, in addition to she's working on the fact that her whole family, all of her kids are all grown now. And this is the first year she's not hosting the holiday Oh, and yeah. she's not, she and her husband are not doing well with that. They're it, her husband's angry because he likes to have it at his house. She's mm -hmm. fine with it sort of because she wants to be able to yeah, the go empty enjoy nest it is somewhere. hitting hard, right? So <laughs> what? The empty nest is hitting hard. Right. And so yeah. she and so she they're all going to one of the kids' houses because they have a brand new house and the, and that that kid wanted to do a big spread and they have grandkids and all, you know, so yeah. the whole thing. They're all going to be together, the same thing, yep. but it's going to be in a different house. So the factor of changing and flexibility and adjusting around family has to share each other yep. and has to be able to um, move around and, and Christmas doesn't have to fall on the same day. It can fall on, on Friday, Saturday and Sunday, or it can follow the whole week. If yep. you, if you want to, that I'm a, I'm a big fan of Christmas day. doesn't have to be Christmas day. It's, yep. it's whenever you can spend, you know, like I have a friend in Florida um, who I adore and I won't see on Christmas day, 
but I know I'll see her and then we'll do Christmas. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it's, it's, you do it when you're able and it's whatever. It's like birthday. You can't do your birthday on your birthday day. See, that's healthy and good. That's why I have a birthday month. Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah. So that everybody can celebrate every day. Yeah. It was the same way with my kids. You know, they learned early and accepting early that birth, if the birthday is on a Tuesday, Okay, we can celebrate on the weekend. We'll go do right. something on the weekend. It doesn't have to be Tuesday night. But... Right, you, and you can acknowledge it on the Tuesday, whatever. Yeah, sure. And yeah, exactly. But so for so, I think it's so hard for um, people who are stuck in their routines and patterns and change is hard that they don't want to move off of that. But if you have, you know, the old school traditional um, parents, I can speak for my parents as well. They, you know, they were very much about like. All, all girls come home and the boys must come with them and you yeah. and it just doesn't you you can't neglect other people's families like that it doesn't work it it it, it creates a dynamic in your marriage and yep. other people's marriages it's not healthy um i'm all for negotiating i mean psychology would speak to the fact that human nature is that we all have to be able to interdependent interdependently move amongst each other and not be codependent and and you just because you are the daughter you don't just go back automatically for christmas there and yeah, especially if it's a couple hours away there's another family involved right you got other obligations exactly. you gotta try to balance it, things right up. um and then you get into a lot of dynamics and i and i have this a lot in my practice and this is what came up yesterday of like you know that you don't if the child the adult child isn't coming home with their family to this house that they don't love us as much as they love the other family and it's really unhealthy yeah um and there's a lot of that of of they like this other family better competition um and and that's you know i I say people need to go to a couple uh, people need to go to family therapy for that or, or do some of their own work if they feel that insecure that you know there's clearly two families that this family goes to and then I make it easy for the, if it's the client that has kids for me, I always say to the client with the kids, I say, you have children. If no one else has children, you're the center point yep. because Christmas is a children's holiday. So you become the center point until they're older. And so if people want to come, you're the main point. If not, then their whole day is around your yep. stuff and everyone else can either come later or come in the morning, but you're not moving. Yep. I did. Cause it's, it's not because so many of us, and me included, you get up in the morning, you open your presents, you have Santa, do the whole thing. And then um, and back in my day, you had to get all dolled up and dressed and go pretty. Yeah. And, and you leave yeah. for the rest of the day and I didn't get to play with anything. And I was an only. Yeah. So, and I had, I was an only who would always be with another only on the day because we had a shared family thing. But I was always at their house, not with my toys. And the whole day was... Yep gone and that happens to a lot of people and and i think that it's not good for kids to get separated from their experience of association for um their holiday and yeah you want kids to associate christmas with their home yeah Yeah. not having to travel in the snow hours yeah (laughs) can you tell it was bad (laughs) it was it wasn't awful but i mean i love going where we went but it was just a lot of families experiences that like they get up and then they and these things come up when leave. The... or you have divorced families yeah. where they well, split yeah. the day. And that's really hard, too, uh, yeah. because they have we do Christmas in the morning here and then we do Christmas in the morning at this house and or in the nighttime with this house. And so it's hard. And I, you know, I've been asked multiple times on consults of how to share holidays. <clears throat> it's very hard to share a holiday. Yeah. But it, it's not if you recognize that the holiday isn't just the date and uh 
uh, that you put the kids first and things like that. And, you know, right. Remember mm -hmm. with, with mine, it was like we did a nice thing on Christmas Eve and then I was over there Christmas morning. They did go to the family, but I thought it was positive for them because they're all their cousins. They love, right. love their cousins. Go play with their cousins, you know? Right. And, and, so I think, I, and I think that's really great when you have that kind of thing. It's, yeah. it's amazing. Yeah. So, and, and but that's, that, why that's what that, it's not important. I'm with them that day. It's important that they go, you know, we'll play. see, I'll see them the next day. They go right. play with the cousins, you know? And, and exactly. And I think that's why I think yesterday with the client I was talking to, having her and her husband understand that the kids are all going to be together and it doesn't matter that they're at this other house, they're all going to be together and they're going to be happy. And it's really about the kids, yep. but it's old school. It's about pomp and circumstance about it's the table and the food and all that stuff and all the adults and the, the games that they're going to play. And I'm like, it's not though. It's about the kids. Yep. And people forget. I really do think people forget that Christmas is a, is a, is a kid's holiday. And if yep. you don't have kids, it's a, it's a joyful, happy holiday for you to do whatever you feel is fun and wonderful and loving and compassionate and giving. You know? If you don't have kids and you're a couple, you still have that two family struggle though. And you have your friends too. I mean, right. Yeah. I mean, that friends group is usually pretty tight in your early twenties. And Yes. Well, that's why, you know, I think the friends giving the thing that just happened, a lot of people did, did last yep. week, you know, they, they do their friends giving, they all get together and they yep. do a Thanksgiving or they do a Christmas giving, you know, it's the same kind of thing that they all get together and do that. So, or they have different times so they can spend holiday time together. I think that's been a nice thing that's happened over the past 25 years yep. that people have really created a nice space to be able to spend time together and do that. And if the um, kids are doing it right, they've got a friends group that is basically family to them. Right. Oftentimes the ties are even stronger. They're more comfortable. They want well, to celebrate with them. So yeah, because, because I was just talking, I was just talking to my cousin who I think is probably listening this morning. This morning we were talking about um, family um, get together and when we were going to do the family party. <laughs> our family party and it you know it feels like it came up so rush quick on us this year and we usually have it already like thought out and planned and um we it, we didn't get very much farther than oh we'll send out a group text <laughs> you know here it is the 30th you know yep. and i'm like oh i'm like i don't know if i have any availability so i don't know <laughs> and i just said i'm not hosting this year because i did last year yep. um so but it's just funny because you you get in the mode of oh god we have to do this thing and yep. And that's the thing is we have to do this thing yeah. and and that's it's, not right it yeah. yeah and so we she and i were talking about you know that we do want to do it but it's yeah. a it's also it's the well we have to because it feels like we you know it's ob obligation to do it all right i want you to, to address bruce because i know i gotta go back and read his thing okay so he says fill up the oil for heat, $1,200 looking this year in all 5,000. How do you justify buying gifts? Oh, that's a, oh. so yeah. That's what I mean. We're already under a lot of stress. A lot of so this families is, are already under a lot of stress. So, and this is, so it goes back to when he wrote that actually sort of at the top of the show is yep. that prices on, on just daily living things are so expensive for people. Mm -hmm. Gas, um, you know, rent, I know people's rent has just gone up. I mean, people's electricity, my electricity bill went up. All these things have just like skyrocketed. And then being able to just buy food items. Do you see how yeah, the price of chicken? Yes. So Bruce, I'm, I'm telling you, forget <laughs> the gas. Let's talk about the chicken. Yeah. Right. right. Your standard, like just product. That's like usually your cheapest thing to put on the table kind of thing is a staple. It's very expensive. Like 12, you know, 10, 12 bucks a pound. Yep. Um, but to buy gifts, that's what I'm saying is you have to be able to allocate 
how much are you able to actually spend? And do you want one big gift one, or lots of little gifts? Because if you, you know, I know families usually do, I know a lot of families usually do one big gift and then all these other little yeah. gifts. And the big gift is a big thing, you know, like, well, maybe you can't do all of that. So you got to figure out really real, use your three R's, realistic, reasonable, and rational. What is the three R's on your Christmas gift giving based on the fact of like Bruce's question of $1,200 or $5,000 for the whole time, for the whole winter, how are you going to be able to do gifts and all these other things? So it's really about doing that, that look at your finances and look at what you have coming in and yep. look at what you have going out and really being serious with yourself. Realistic. Can I do this? And he's got a couple of new twins to grandkids to, to deal with. He's got, he does. Yeah. Oh, but they, yeah, but they're young and it's like, what do you know, what do they need? I, I don't know. A lot of times people buy that big gift or whatever. And it's like, I look at it and I go, are you sure they even wanted that? Or, you know, it's just, right. It's funny. It's about it's about the gift as opposed to what the need is. Well, well, think about it. Remember back in the day when they had the Sears and or the J.C. Penny, the big the big Christmas wish list book come out. Yep. And kids would, you know, I did it. And I'm sure you did. You know, you circle. I think I circled everything, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. So when you circle everything in a kid's mind, right? Developmentally, you have to think: Is the kid really wanting? Yes. But do they need it all? No. So, oh, he, oh, he's responding. Yeah, I'm with you, Bruce. A hearty handshake and a pat on the back. I'm good. <laughs> Hate getting gifts. There you go. Get gift. Gift cards are great. Yeah. You know, when you don't know what to do, just get a gift card. I mean, it's really impersonal, but you know. Or like I tell my kids all the time, you know, time. Just, you know, we'll yes. Have, we'll have dinner after after Christmas or something. Right. Yeah. Right. But a lot of a lot of people don't like to do that. Yeah. Oh, I know because it's a commitment, but with your kids, I mean, I don't right. Know. Oh, yeah. With yeah. your kids or your family. Sure. Yeah, I'm not right. locking somebody else. Well, it's interesting. Now, here's an interesting thing. As soon as like the holidays end, like in the period of, of obligation, and it is, I think it's a phenomenon that happens and I, there's no name for it, but I, I watch it every year. We talk about it. I talk about it with my clients all the time. You know what I'm, you know I'm going to come out with? As soon as it's like the first, all of a sudden it's like time commitment and getting together and wanting to get together. It's like, eh drops right off the cliff and everyone goes back to like normal. It's like this whole month is all of a sudden, like yep. we have to get together. We have to be loving. We have to be kind. We have to do all this. Well, and then the first hits and then. Eh. Yep. <laughs> right. So there's a phenomenon. There could be something out there that it's called, but it is, it's like, it just over the edge and it stops and it's like, that's it. We don't have to commit. So if you had a commitment and you missed it right up to Christmas, you say, Oh, we'll do it right after the new year. You know how many people don't follow through on that? Many. Yeah. Many. Cause yeah. now it's like, uh, we'll wait till next year. That's what happens. Plus up here, there's that letdown and we're usually getting into snow and everyone just kind of hunkers down for January. Right. And, well, then, and then people yeah. start planning ahead for the next thing. Cause they're waiting for spring or they're going to travel or they're going to do something yeah. else. So they just for, say, forget it. And not in a mean way, not malicious, just more like, eh, you know, I'll get to that another time. So it's a lot of pressure. So there's so many topics here, right? Yeah. <laughs> Thank God I have a whole month to it's talk a about it. It's stressful time. It's, it's just, yeah. It's, it's, so it's, so I guess right now. I it guess, would be if, if it wasn't a stressful time other than the holiday. I mean, this is just on top of it right now. Well, that's what I'm saying is like, yeah. so just in, without putting the holiday, we have a, a financial stressor right now going on. And we're winter and weather's weird all over the country, right? So we've got yeah. up and you want to give me a present? Turn down the heat. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's a, I'm such a Scrooge. Oh but, my God. Yeah. Okay, Ebenezer. Yeah. Well, you it's are. I, I, I always forget that I have to go back to calling you Scrooge the whole month of December. <laughs> the whole month. Not my and we haven't even hit December 1st yet, Scrooge. Not my favorite holiday. Listen, yeah. you're going to be nice. Uh, and say, I am nice. I am kind. I am beautiful. I am nice and kind. <laughs> and look in the mirror. <laughs> Not say, that I'm going to have a good day. Yeah. Bruce, you need to help him. And Bruce and I are on the same page. Bruce, oh, geez. <laughs> Great. Maybe I should do a, a couple session. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. With the two of you. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but I think the financial stress is, is, is always, I mean, that's not new, but this, I mean, in particular right now, the financial stress is really big. I mean, I just can't, I can't even imagine when people are getting oil. I see oil trucks everywhere going to houses and like yeah. people that still have oil, you know? Like, oh, but also, I mean, I have natural gas and it's, it's I look at the bill. I'm like, mm, yeah, cringe. Yeah. Um, like what happened or the water bill. Remember last year, the water bill came and I was losing my mind and yeah. like, what happened? Who ran the water? There's only two people. Somebody leave a faucet like, on. Did the cats turn on the water? <laughs> what happened? Yeah. <clears throat> um, I don't have a sprinkler system either. It's um, funny how uh, us guys, <laughs> we all turn into our father. It's like, why uh, is that light on? Turn the heat down. Oh, well, so, so, I mean, just, so this is. Does that shower so have to be that long? <laughs> John, John's probably not listening this morning because he's, he's been busy this morning. But yeah. if he goes back and listens, I come home at night now because it's, you know, dark at four and I get home later. My house lit up like a Christmas tree, but no Christmas lights on. And and I'm usually like, I come in usually rolling, like, why are all the lights on this house? Because. I know what the bill yeah, is. Exactly. came in. Uh, and he Bruce says, put like, on a sweater. Why are you so upset? I'm like, ah, Bruce says, put a sweater in... on. That's a good one, too. What did right? he say? Put a sweater on. I'm so, cold. I, put so, a sweater on. So I'm, in so my my, I grew up in Vermont. Yeah. And, and growing up oh, in God, Vermont, yeah. my, my mother and father, I think we kept, my mother kept the house at 62. Oh, God, yeah. So That's hard. <laughs> and so I would be in shorts Cause I like short, I, you know, I'm a flip-flop person right till like December. Right. Yep. Probably I have a cold, <laughs> but shorts and t-shirts and whatever. And notoriously I heard put some clothes on every day. <laughs> put some clothes on. Cause I'd be like, I'm freezing. Put some clothes on. Yeah. Put some clothes on. I'm like, it should um, be 62. So I vowed when I was growing up, I'm like, when I have my own house, I'm going to keep it at 70. I'm sorry. And I do. Damn it. I'm sorry. On that count, your parents were right. <laughs> Well, on that count, I'm right because I keep my house at 70. Feel walking around in shorts in Vermont in the winter? No, put some clothes on. <laughs> well, it's so funny because I think I've given John shell shock because he'll I'll walk in the house and I know that he's turned the, the heat up to like 75. <laughs> and he'll be like, I'm like, did you have the heat on at 75? He's like, no. And yeah. I'm like, I can tell. Oh, no. I'm that way when I come home too. <laughs> So it's so funny. It's like, it's like, I know what they do is they know I'm coming home and they just start shutting off the furnaces and the propane stove. <laughs> I feel the, the same way. Fireplace. Even John doesn't even care. He just, we're going to run it until up. he gets home. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, at least, at least they do that for when you get home. So, that, but John doesn't even bother. He just keeps it running. Okay. So wait, I have to go back and look at our, put a sweater. Okay. So I got it. All right. It's so funny. <laughs> um. <clears throat> anyway, so. The holidays. So the so the main so the main thing about today, I think, you know, is because people right now are are doing the financial stuff mostly, you know, because you're right at the beginning of the month. Most people are either just starting to buy or they've just finished buying everything. Yep. <clears throat> um, and really 
being mindful. Here's how to psychologically do it. Being mindful to not overextend yourself so you don't stress yourself out and making a realistic list. And this is where I am a lister. Like, who are you buying for? Where are you, you know, this people do extra tipping like I do, like, yeah. you know, knowing, like keeping cash on you. My friend, my friend is a, has taught me a great thing and I'm, I'll call her out. So Kathy always has cash on her because she's a great tipper in cash because she resonates that, you know, yeah. to do a cash. Um, so I've been carrying more cash on me, although I didn't have it on me last night, but carrying cash just because it's such a good thing to have so that you can give an, a little extra to somebody when they go out of their way this holiday season. You should yep. do it all the time, but I think it's nice when people do that. Um, or you pay it forward, you know, it, you're able to do the nice things, but you have to be mindful and allocate so you don't overextend yourself because you're going to be more likely. It's kind of like, you know, my analogy at the beginning of the calories, you're going to be more likely to spend more, drink more, eat more mm -hmm. when you're just mindlessly doing it. Like, yeah. oh, here's another five or here's another pie or here's another. Yeah, right? you give up all, keeping they all track. go together. Yeah. You give up keeping track. And it's right. Just like, yeah, what's another what's another 50 bucks? Well, exactly. And the next bucks. thing you know, you're like, oh, yeah. I have no more cash left. Right. Yeah. So which is why I laugh because Kathy always I, she's she's teaching me as we go because she's she always has cash. And she, it's like she never runs out. And I'm always like, I'm out of cash. You got cash. She's, <laughs> she's like, I have cash. I'm always going to the bank, getting more cash out because she keeps enough. So, but if, if you're going out, so to shop and you're going to go for a restaurant or you're going to someplace where you know that someone's going to valet or make sure you have cash on you because, you know, this is how people make their living too and how they go out. And so you're, you're going to tie that forward and, and don't be cheap. <laughs> don't be cheap, but don't overextend yourself. So if you can't do it and you can't afford it. Do we really have to tip our postal service people? Did you just say, did we have to tip our service people? A postal service people. Um, I know that's a thing. I don't. They work in a I union. I don't tip my postal service person. I <laughs> yeah. give him a gift card. That's a tip. Well. Why is that not a tip? I don't know. I've done it ever since I was in my 20s. Yeah. I don't know. Because they bust their butt. I mean, my my guy, the, he's, he's, I see him all. I swear I see him from like seven in the morning till eight at night. He's never not on the, but I'm not sure if he's just because he doesn't know how to do the houses right. I don't know. He's always out there. <laughs> um, he's there on Sundays. I mean, I don't know. I tip my UPS guy too. Is that bad? I just, I question it. Well, he lifts heavy packages for me. <clears throat> I don't no. tip my prime guy though, because he, it's never the same one. <laughs> he lifts heavy packages for his job. That's what he does. I know that, but yeah. Yeah. I think, I think if uh, you, certain things, if you I'm a good feel tip. it, yeah. here's how I, if you feel it in your heart, then do it. If you don't feel it and you feel it that you're just doing it because you think you're supposed to, don't do it. Doesn't that make sense? I'm a good tipper on the things that, you know, weight people, things like that. Where, where you get tips. Yeah, I'll tip. And, but Are you a 20%er? Oh, plus. Yeah. Hmm. Especially if I'm at a place where I'm going to come back. Right. Or, you know, neighborhood or, you know, in town. Right. No, I'm tipping. I always you, do. You want them to remember you not as a cheapo. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. For, for two or three extra bucks, you can, you know, you can be a hero. Right. 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 But I don't, it's like when we stayed, when we stayed tipping the housekeeping staff is always a problem for me. I did it this time, but that's always a problem for me. Why? It's a job. That's, oh my God. That's the hotels thing, right? The hotels thing is clean up the room. 
that's what I pay the hotel fee for, right? And keep in mind, I did tip them, so. Okay. And I tipped him pretty well. I love you. I love it because if you're not watching, Lou's looking at me like, "Oh, Kim's gonna kill me." <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, I, I ever since I was little, I was always taught that per person per day, there's a certain amount of tip that's left in a room because they clean up after your junk. But I, you know me, I clean the whole room for them and still tip them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, and I'm, I'm a little conscious of that. In other words, I'm not. We're not destroying the room. Right. You know. Exactly. But yeah. Well, and, and, and we leave things. We'll like, I leave food products for them. I leave flowers for them. I go right yeah. up to the staff when we're leaving that I know is cleaning my room. I'm like, your money's on the table and the bottle of wine that we didn't drink and the bottle of soda and the extra deli meat and all it. And they're like, Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> so I leave it all. Yeah. Right. It's like, would you tip your stewardess though? Or your attendant? My flight attendant? Yeah. No. It's just part of the service, right? Yes. I mean, they're serving but I've you never a meal. even thought of tipping the flight attendant. However, I have to say. They're serving you a is, meal. They're a bringing you drinks. Yeah. I have to say that um, I do I do tip flight attendants when I fly um, Emirates Airlines. Really? I do. Is that a thing? And well, so <laughs> yes, because first of all, they are an amazing airline, I have to say. Okay. And I'm not getting a plug from them and i'm not getting any kind of like kickback so but um and i assume you're paying for your seat of course i'm yeah. paying for my seat so yeah. but um i don't tip them money i tip them with um i bring special chocolates and different things that they can't that the people that are flight attendants can't get typically over here mm -hmm. because they can't do unless they get off and they do the transfer oh, yeah. so okay. i bring two and it's a perk, and then they give you extra perks because they like you. Yeah. So you know how it works. Okay, it's that's tipping. fine. So I do. So the chocolate, and sometimes out of that, you'll get a little upgrade yep. here or there. Yeah. And and that works. Well, that's smart. Yeah. Yeah. And I got that from I got that tip from someone who flies over to that area. You know, it's Dubai. Like when we fly to Dubai, we use Emirates, and so and they they are very appreciative or. Yeah. you know, things like that, or, or products from your, like right here, I'll bring like maple syrup and stuff and they love like maple candy. And so they're very appreciative because then they take extra care of you for the 20 hour flight. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cause they know it's painful. No, that's smart. That's right. good. That's no problem. I have no right. problem so, with that. But, but, bring but you don't back feel to the... obligated. You're, you're, Oh, I'm not obligated. I'm doing it because I'm being nice. And I also want them to know that I appreciate them because I do because it's a long flight yeah. and they're up the entire time. It's not like they get to take a break. Well, actually they can. They can, They're, but they, yeah. they, they shift out, shift in, but they yeah. pretty much just stay yeah. awake. But coming back to the topic, yes. which is, is, you know, so that's part of tipping the holiday. But it's did, the stress is, is just man, just managing your money so that you don't have yeah. any kind of mental health issue when you're sitting at Christmas dinner going, oh my God. But that's going to give you, see, that's the problem, though. That's one solution to one side of the equation. But the other side of the equation is disappointing people, you know, not being a good gift gift giver or not being an equitable gift giver and things like that. And that's the other pressure that you have to deal with. So you have to kind of choose which pressure you want to deal with. Yes. But the spending pressure is like, you're right. It's there. It's like visceral fat. It was, it was a great analogy. Yes. You build it up, you're going to be dealing with that for past next Christmas. And, and, and the, 
the love connection to the spending is huge of the emotional it's if you love me you'll buy this for me if you love me you would have gotten it for me and that's not true and that's such a pressured environment because the amount of sadness and disappointment and intention and resentment that gets built between people on on a day yeah for what we talk you know we always talk about spending mental energy and excess mental energy on negative things and i think that's such a i saw that come to fruition on a christmas morning at my in-laws oh back in the day and it's still traumatic the whole experience was traumatic it's like there was so much angst over a christmas gift you know I was just talking with my a friend of mine last night about a Christmas gift that gave me a lot of angst that I gave to someone and they didn't <clears throat> they didn't like it and they had a very bad reaction to it and yeah and it was traumatic for me um, and me telling her the story last night was traumatic for her too and she was like oh my god um, yeah. yeah it ended it ended well in terms of the fact that I sold it and got money back for it but yeah. it was horrific yeah i would never do that again but it translates a material item into a relationship right strain and it's right like, wow well it's, it's something that definitely sits in the back of my head all the time going yeah like oh that was something yeah. like yeah. you know the lack of gratitude or the lack of respect or whatever and in this one i wasn't even involved but it was so traumatic you know you know it was a public type of thing in the moment that type of strong reaction oh was, man yeah, yeah. that's hard. rough yeah it, well, it's, it's interesting because um, uh, I was having a conversation in a group text. I was having lots of conversations yesterday, but I was having a conversation in a group text yesterday about gift giving to a particular person in, in the family. <clears throat> and no named said child wanted to get a certain <laughs> gift. And I said, I don't think that's a good idea because it's already been given, isn't needed. It would be a waste of money, blah, blah, yep. blah. And... That was not the answer <laughs> nope. they wanted. No. Nope. <laughs> and then that turned into, well, you know, and I finally just said, fine, it's the thought that counts. And I said, well, you could just, if it's, you know, might as well just get a burlap bag and whatever. Cause we, it's the same thing. You know, we have this, if you keep getting repetitive gifts and the person don't just get something to get something like, you know, but yep. teaching, like you were just talking about kids, teaching kids that you don't just get something to get something you, you have to yep. think about. Does the person really want that yeah. or need that? And it's not or a does measure it fit of, their personality yeah. or is it something that, you know, it's like, mm. it's not a measure of the relationship either. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> and, oh, and definitely this gift was not a measure of relationship. This was just a, I don't know what else to get you. So I'm going to fill it in and <laughs> throw money at it. And I'm like, eh. yeah. So I was the bad boy. I was the bad person in that group text last night. Yeah. Well, Kids. Someone's got to stand up. Exactly. Yeah. It's always, it's, I'm always the bad guy. Merry Christmas. It's the quote, Cameron, who's on today, he said, I don't watch old movies. Remember last week? Yeah. You know, from National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I And I tried to cue up that clip for him to see that Chevy Chase when he's like, pass the Tylenol, hallelujah. <laughs> that's so, an old movie I guess to it him is. that's an old yeah. to him that's an old movie because I, I don't watch old movies oh well i did have on miracle uh, no i had on it's a wonderful life yeah when we were away he's like what's this i know and i'm like this is like the best christmas movie of all time he's like it's old and i'm like it is the best you never even heard of it i'm like oh. i know i and then christmas would, vacation is old but when i think he would sit down and watch it when i when i think old i think 
It's a Wonderful Life, a Holiday Inn or something right. like that. But they're great movies and everyone should see them. I think. And my or favorite, which one? God, I'm blanking. What's the one with Bing Crosby and uh, Rosemary Clooney? and you, um, Christmas in Vermont. Yeah, Christmas in Vermont. What's the name of that movie? I know. Yeah, Isn't I'm blanking. It? Oh my God. Oh, White Christmas. White Christmas. Oh yeah. my God. I'm like yeah. Winter Wonder. I had all these. I have all the songs going through my head now. Thank you. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> it, but it's in Vermont. Um. Yeah. Anyway, so this week's main focus <laughs> for people. So being mindful about this, right? At, at thank this you. Point. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for interrupting me. I'm sorry. I was clearing my throat and you took the opportunity to jump in. Yes. To be mindful. That was what I was going to say. As we wrap up the show today is be mindful of money that you have, money that you want to spend, money that you need to spend, and money that you can spend. Really put them into those categories so that you don't overextend. And where's your line of where you overextend? Because so many people, I know so many people that just overextend themselves because they feel guilty that they aren't giving enough. Yep. And people, if people don't love you because you didn't give them the right gift, you got a whole other issue going on that's not you. Yep. And the gift. It's something else. Yeah, but no one wants to confront that issue. <laughs> I know, but but if it manifests itself over that, you know yeah. there's something there. And it's it's a problem, right? Yep. So I think I think one of my remedies is, is doing experiences and announcing that like I've announced to people like this year, like it's going to be minimal on the gifts per se. It's going to be more experiences um, throughout the year. And everyone kind of looks at me like, mm. yeah. Like, yeah. what does that mean? Yeah. Mm. yeah. So, but you know, it and means I'm not one, getting one a gift for Christmas. Like I'm not going hiking with you. <laughs> I'm not going hiking. Oh, yeah. I'm like, well, you, and now you are because you said it, and I'm going to buy you spikes so we can go ice climbing. And I know it, I'm going to go broad oh, brush, okay. and I'm going to go sexist here, but you're going to be sexist. No, well, I'm going to make assumptions based on gender. Okay. <laughs> did I just? Oh, you didn't expect me to do that one. No, did no, you? I did. Yeah. Um, I, that's why I brought it up. Okay. Women plan for Christmas and yeah. their spending and things like that. They generally, in in a broad brush, they generally do. Guys should do it. Should yes. be thinking now. I would say, I would say. Because what they do is they wait till the last week. You got away with that one. Yeah. I would say yes. Yeah. Were you going to say more? Well, it's just because guys tend to wait till the last week. Right. And or then the they're panicking day. and they're running around. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Women are, women are planners mm -hmm. in that way, way more than men. Yep. I would agree with that. That's not a sexist thing. I think that's just a generalized. It's a nurture thing. Women tend to be more nurturing, so they're better organizers and planners. Men tend to do things. Oh, see, now you just got sexist. I'm No, I'm just saying it psychologically. We actually know that that's sociologically and psychologically true, that we organize and we do things in these orders because that's how we do them. And we're planners in that way. And in, But to that there's a caveat because men who are in business and I always say this to men who are like, oh, I'm not a planner. I'm like, how do you do your job? Yeah. And then it usually gets them because yeah. I turn it around on them. So if they're my client, I will never let you get away with that. Cause I'm like, you're in business. You plan for, I have a, like, I have one client that actually has used that. And I'm like, you plan for multi-billion dollar deals and you're telling me you can't plan for Christmas. And he says, well, that's different. I'm like, no. Oh, it is. And no. I'll tell you why. Oh, here we go. Now you're going to come to his rescue. Plan no, I'm not coming to his rescue. People plan for multi-million dollar deals because there's a payoff for that. When you 
when you're stopping to think about Christmas and buying gifts for people, there's a payoff. Is there happiness of other people? Hopefully, ideally. Oh. <laughs> See this? Okay, Scrooge. <laughs> Hopefully, ideally, but not always. But people, uh, guys, avoid that. They'll start thinking, "What do I get for Christmas?" Oh, I don't know. And then they put it off and they watch the football game. And then you, they look up and it's a week before Christmas. Well, if John was on, he'd agree with you because this yeah. is what he does. Because he's a guy. Yeah. Any guy will agree with me. Well, not all. No guy wants to sit down and plan out his Christmas buying on December 1st, for example, but it's a good time to do it. It'll reduce your stress. <sighs> what? I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> well, there, there's going to be a topic for next week. What? Is uh, Nothing. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm Men and women to... are different. Men and women are different. Yeah. Thank God. And you it's not sexist to point that out. <laughs> <laughs> well... We were talking about microaggressions at dinner last night. Oh, God. <laughs> so we could start talking about microaggressions because, you know. Am I microaggressing? Well, that would be fitting the definition. Yeah. That you're microaggressing. I'm pushing back against the sexism charge. <laughs> you're the one that called yourself a sexist. No, that was me. sarcasm. But yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I just said shocker. <laughs> Sarcastically back. <laughs> Don't you love the banter? Swords up. Swords up. No, I do. I look forward um, to it. Okay, so I'm going to wrap up the show now. Yeah. Hold, hold. Um, the financial thing this week is compartmentalize and try to do want, need, can, and and where your line is, your boundary line. So what is it? The want, the need, can you do it, and where you draw your financial line. Hmm. Mm. It's a hard one. It is. <laughs> so, but, but that's a very good task to do because... It will certainly put you in check. And then you may throw it out the window. People get the efforts all the time and go, oh, whatever, forget it. Well, what and happens is your lines in those categories don't match the lines of the other people in your well, life. Right. Yeah. Right. And that's where the problems start. Right. Yeah. Well, and then you start basing your lines off of that because you think you have to meet the expectation of like, well, you know, that person did $500 and you know, that person did a thousand and you, and I don't, I don't do that game hard though i used to do that game yeah because i was raised in that game but i don't do that game anymore yeah so but i know lots of people do it but it makes you not well it's a lot of stress so just be mindful of all these things that are pushing on you all these things all the, right yeah. because the whole month you don't even realize that you're mindlessly walking through and you're getting messages all the grocery stores and stores and people and friends and social media and radio and television and it's constantly at you, you don't even realize it's just always the pressure because you yeah. see something new like, oh, I should get that. Oh, I should do that. Oh, I should buy that. Mm -hmm. I'm going to stretch and buy this. Well, right. really, why are you doing it? Are you doing it because you want to? You're doing it because you think they enjoy it? Right. Or you're doing it because you think you need to? Or, right. You know, be mindful of what your feelings, or emotions are. Around right. It. Yeah. Right. So it's mindfulness, 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 mindfulness. Okay. So the clock on the wall says it's time to end today. And um, but we will be having lots of good discussions over the next four weeks mm -hmm. coming into the new year. Oh, great. Um, and <laughs> swords up, hopefully not, <laughs> yeah. but um, everyone have a fantastic week and your happy first week of December coming up. And I will see you all here next Wednesday. Bye.